This is Eli, a.k.a. The Bug Stomper. That'll work. Yep. And we are back with the episode. And yeah, just want to, huh, Eli, you know that what they always say on the news all the time, we live in uncertain times. So guess, this yeah. is one of those uncertain times where, you know, uh, we just had another holiday got paid. So I like to wish everybody happy time and a half day. Whoever worked. And there you, you go. Yeah, even if you didn't work and, you know, you didn't want to celebrate, you didn't want to acknowledge, we can still talk about it anyway. Uh, the 4th of July just passed. Boom. You got your flag upside down. Oh! Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger warning. Pussies. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing about that, because we got the... Uh, the 4th of July just passed and people are so conflicted about the 4th of July right now. Like, should we celebrate it? Should we not celebrate it? Uh, because of everything that's going on right now. People are, you know, we're woke now. You know, uh, Eli, we talk about this. Like, did you celebrate the 4th this year? I went to a barbecue. <laughs> okay, so you weren't guilt tripping to do anything? So. No, I... I, I, I saw I saw some of my... my, my fa- I saw some of my family I hadn't seen since, like, the winter. <laughs> because of the quarantine <laughs> but we did social distance you know we everybody brought their own chairs and we practiced social distancing and you know but yeah i yeah i lit off fireworks you know blew some shit up so you did the whole thing okay because yeah. all right let, let me just say something in the black community uh we're getting guilt trip and they're not celebrating the fourth of july now like it's, yeah. it's always been a thing but it's really ramping up now uh and my thing is like why do you What's wrong with celebrating the 4th of July? If you want to celebrate the 4th of July, do it. What I get sick of is when you do have the 4th of July and you barbecuing and you grilling and all stuff like that. And you got that one woke militant cousin telling everybody, this ain't your holiday. You know this. And you three, four, but then they still got their hands out looking for a, a barbecue plate. Yeah, yeah. Like, pick a struggle. You can't do both. <laughs> you're going to be woke or you're going to be hungry. One or the other. So. <laughs> So that's my thing about that. But we need to get past it. It's okay to celebrate. Here's the thing. I can walk and chew gum at the same time. I can celebrate the 4th and I can celebrate Juneteenth. I can do both. It's not illegal to do both. Yeah. We celebrate other people's holidays all the time. Cinco de Mayo come around. I have some barrel on my hand, drink tequila, dancing like a motherfucker. I don't care. Uh, St. Patrick's Day. I'm wearing a Kiss Me I'm Irish shirt and I'm not one fifth of Irish. I don't care. I'm wearing this shit. <laughs> So it's okay to celebrate because here's the thing about America. And I wish I had my, my theme, you know, that 
America, the shining sea. I'm about to go with American speech, Eli. Okay. I here's love my, to hear this. Here's my American <laughs> speech. Now, the thing is, what is the American dream? Like, what are we as Americans? Now, the one thing that defines us as Americans more than anything else is that we are a melting pot. We are all kind of cultures, all kind of races, all kind of religions, everything that and the reason America was found because of that. So we're just all in one lump sum, just one pot, just put here in one place. Is there conflicts? Is there, you know, uh, friction because of that? Absolutely. It's been friction since we started this nation. It's here now. Whatever in, we don't know, but that's just the way it is now. And you got this group of people that just want, are you playing the... The American dream. I, I, I'm trying to find the link. I was going to share the link, but I can't find it. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to play me a theme song in the background, but anyway, I, you, you, I wasn't listening. You lost me. At, <laughs> you, you lost me at America. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to America. So you got all these melting pots here. <laughs> you got all these melting pots. Everybody, there's a small group that wants to say what a real American is, and this is American. This is America, and the people that want to boycott the 4th of July want to say they're not America because, you know, because of America's history. But we're here now. We all came here fucked up ways. We're here now. So celebrate America because it's where you are. You can't go anywhere else. I'm sorry. We can't go back to Africa. They don't want us. So we're here. So I I, I ain't from anywhere else anyway. So Right. You should be kicking us out. (laughs) (laughs) I wish somebody would tell you, like, go back to you. Go back to where you came from. Well, that's what they were doing at Mount Rushmore this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> telling all the kid, all the fucking res Indians to go back to whatever the country they were from. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like real America. So that's my thing with America. Like I said, if you're watching this right now, whether you're race, whether you're religion, whether whatever, 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 you're an American, you're an American, you're an American, you are an American. Nobody can tell you differently unless you weren't born here in the United America. So, yeah. Yeah. No, you're an American, Leroy. That, that should be. Webster's Dictionary. Yes. That should be you. I was born in America. Definition of American is you. Right. (laughs) That should go in the dictionary. A picture of an American. (laughs) I I really wish I had the American music playing right now, you know, in the background. (laughs) So I could, like, really be super patient. Oh, before we move on, anything you wanted to add? Because that's all I had. Uh, no, nah, you know, I just, I just think of that Chris, what Chris Rock said about, like America is like, you know, the uncle that molested you but also put you through college. <laughs> I remember that. One. <laughs> that's 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 all I got. Okay. Happy Fourth. <laughs> Happy belated Fourth. Look, celebrate all the holidays. If nothing else, you got time and a half, and you got a day off. Celebrate that. You know, you don't have to fly the flag there, but at least barbecue. Uh, no more American news. Uh, Eli, because we got to talk about this also. This is some crazy shit that just happened. Uh, apparently, on Twitter yesterday, oh, not happy America. On Twitter yesterday, yes, we had an announcement for another presidential candidate. And who is more presidential than Kanye West? Yes, mm-hmm. Yeezy for president, Yeezy 2020. Uh, now. Let's get it off America. Let's go to Yeezy. <laughs> or maybe we should leave in America. I don't know. Uh, now, here's my thing about this. This is this is stupid. But people are saying this is a distraction from what we're doing. I know it's stupid. I know it's stupid. But the thing is, people are saying this is a distraction. What's going on? Let me get back to the. No, we need this. We need this right now. Because we are so uptight and everything is so tense right now. We need just some stupid shit to just laugh at for a second. 
And that's what this is. That's what we need to treat this as just stupid shit that we just need to laugh at. Because at the end of the day, this is nothing. Because before I get into the whole thing, because yes, Kanye, uh, apparently he doesn't know that you can't just tweet out you're going to run for president. You actually have to file paperwork. You know, <laughs> you have to have a platform. You have to have a, a political party. You know, you just can't just up and just say, and especially like a few months before uh, the polls closed, because some uh, states have already closed. You can't even run. So this is all just smoke to me. Obviously, Kanye has a new clothing line or album or the Kardashians, the new TV reality show coming out, whatever. He's promoting that. He's not going to run for president. But Eli, what if he did? And, Let's, and that's he the ran, scenario. And he ran for a Republican? If we, what if he was the Republican Party? Right, this Republican <laughs> Party, or whatever he was. Let's let's just let's just spin this narrative. Like I said, it's not it's not real. It's just fake. But people just running with stuff like that. But let's say if Kanye West did run for office. Now, first off, people are saying, "Oh, you can't have a mentally unstable, egomaniac billionaire with no political history run for president." Uh, that's what we have now. <laughs> you know, so but if Kanye West actually ran for president and people actually took him seriously, which nobody does like i said if some people took him seriously the people that will not take him seriously is the people that vote for trump because the people that are going to the polls to vote for trump have already decided they're going to vote for trump and they're going to vote for anybody else but president trump or donald trump or 45 whatever you want to call him so if he does run and anybody takes him seriously all he's going to do is take away votes from joe biden yeah because people are uh, uh trump's camp are sold on trump that's Nobody's how the, really sold on by that's how the right wing stick together right and that's, that's the thing what they got going right the right so, the, yeah the republican party the gop they know it's all about money right they know it's all about where we're spending money that's all we pretty much vote for and that's why they keep voting for their party they stick together unlike the left who have are very idealistic but they it's a flawed system that runs on money and the left try to hold each other to standards that no one could meet and mm -hmm. they forget that it's about money. And that's why we ain't got any. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> We're trying to get it, but you got these presidents just making all kind of, you know, uh, you know, Biden says he's going to give us reparations. We know he's not going to give us reparations. Hey, that shit ain't going to happen. Yeah. That shit ain't going to happen, but he, it sounds good. Yeah. You know, I want my he, he wants a job. <laughs> the president is nothing but a dude who has a job making suggestions where money is spent that's all they do that's all right. they're not going to buy they're not going to buy you a birthday present they're not going to come <laughs> to your christmas party they're just a motherfucker who's voting for where your taxes are spent that's all but people that's try it. to treat the president like they're you're voting for your best friend you're not right. it's just you're another not. asshole who has a job that you don't want. <laughs> right. Pick your poison, basically. Yeah. So yeah. back to what I was saying before. Let's say if Kanye West was serious and people actually took him serious. Like I said, Trump supporters are not going to take him seriously, even though he's just a, uh, a clown and a mascot. That's all they think of him is. He's going to take away from Joe Biden's votes. So all that's going to do is just guarantee that tr Trump wins again. Yeah. Well, Trump is going to win again anyways. We know <laughs> True, but I'm just saying that just guarantees it. If he runs, yeah. this is going to guarantee yeah. you win it. And yeah. you can almost say, like, since he, hell, last year, uh, Kanye was a Trump supporter. I'm pretty sure don't really stop doing it because it was hurting his business. But, <laughs> I mean, if anything, Trump probably put him up to this <laughs> because he got Elon Musk backing him. He probably think he got some other billionaire backing him and stuff like that. 
it's not serious. You know, they're just saying, go ahead and do it. All, but, all the rich folks stick together. That's that's what it is. That's and he's put know. himself in a class. Now that he's a billionaire, he's put himself in that class also. Yeah, he's up there you know. too. He makes them look like they're not racist. He's their, he's their token mascot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, he makes racists feel good about themselves. Yeah, yeah. Trump's <laughs> like, I'm not racist. Kanye is my friend. Here's my black friend. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and this yeah. should prove to you that black people didn't just vote for Obama just because he's black. Because we saw this shit with Kanye. We were like, uh-uh, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Not like we're going to yeah. vote for him just because Kanye West, no. Yeah, I mean, Obama was, yeah, Obama was smart, knew what he was doing. It wasn't like, yeah, we were voting for fucking Flavor Flav, yeah. Right, because that's basically <laughs> what we is. I mean, Kanye, voting for Kanye is like voting for black Trump, basically. <laughs> You back in the same boat you were before. Like, no, I don't I don't need it. Yeah. Uh so like I said, it's funny, it's hilarious, it's a tweet, it means nothing. Everybody can calm down. And for the people that are saying that if he did run they're gonna vote for him, you're a dumbass. You really <laughs> I'm just I'm just gonna say that just like it is. Like white, black, whoever you are, why are you gonna and please, even if he was taken seriously, don't vote for him. Don't just throw your vote away because if any vote you just throw for any write-in candidate, it doesn't count. No, nah. it really because that person has no chance of winning. Yeah, you didn't know. like a something like a thousand people voted for Harambe last time? Yeah, exactly. You stupid <laughs> fuckers! Right, you just throw it away a vote for the. Re- it's funny, you know, but now we're in a situation right now. I'm so, gonna protest against the government and vote for Harambe, you stupid fucker. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> oh man, this is why the whole world has quarantined us. Yeah. <laughs> Mexico has locked us out. Yeah, they built a wall, a wall. They built a wall, against, they built a wall for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Hey, next topic. This let's let's lighten the mood up a little bit. So now we're gonna talk about uh BBS. I guess we're gonna talk about BBS a little bit. Uh the reason we're gonna talk about okay. BBS. <laughs> It's simple. It's, I know it's simple that we're going to move on. reason I'm saying it because HBO Max has actually uh, replaced BBS with the BBS Ultimate Edition. So the, the theatrical version is no longer on there anymore. It's just the Ultimate Edition, which I think is pretty cool for HBO Max. And putting this information up, Eli, you'd be surprised when people haven't seen the Ultimate Edition. So okay. it has me thinking, like, is it going to change people's opinion about the movie? And I, you know, it Fix some some plot holes. It's a little bit longer. Rated RE. I don't know. It could. But anyway, another thing I want to just bring up also because I actually got something in the email the other day. Uh, but I got an email since I have DCU. They sent me a, uh, DC sent me an email saying I can get HBO Max at five dollars extra. I'm like, huh? You know, That's... I have HBO now, but I don't. I don't think like you do. It. I don't think you do. I thought it went away. I don't know. I don't know, but I, I I was like I went on it the other night and I was like, where's all this like Looney Tunes and shit and crap that's supposed to be? I didn't see any of it. So is it like a separate app or some shit? Yeah, it is. It's supposed to be HBO Max, but the thing is, HBO Max was supposed to have replaced it. Okay, so I think we need to talk about what's the difference between HBO Max, HBO Now, and HBO Go. What's what's the difference? Because people are confused about what's going on right now. Yeah. Okay. So HBO Go is the app you can download that you don't need like a cable service. You can just watch HBO and that's it. But from what I remember hearing is that I thought they replaced HBO Go with HBO Now. Now, HBO Now is that if you have the cable service, you can actually know they replaced HBO Now, HBO Go. So you have the cable service. You no longer have HBO Now. It's just HBO Max and HBO Max is the same price as what HBO Now was. So, Eli, so you have HBO Go right now, so you don't get Looney Tunes and 
BBS ultimate cut and all this other bullshit like that. But I think you might be able to switch over for free. But I think you have to actually like subscribe or sign in or some some, some, some bullshit shit. like that. Yeah, because yeah. I yeah, I ain't paying for another thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, they like giving this shit away for free. So you might as well yeah. just watch this. I don't I don't need to watch another half hour BBS. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got bad ass in it. <laughs> And that's my thing. Like, I don't need I to see any more of that. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing, I didn't even want to see. Oh, uh, I didn't even want to watch HBO Max, anything like that. But when I saw five dollars extra a month, and I'm already paying for DCU, it's like, well, shit, might as well, you know. So I'll think about it. If still don't know if like the comics are going to be a part of that shit or what. Well, I mean, it's the thing because DCU right now is still going. They hadn't said anything whether they're going to shut it down or not. It's still up and running, still going. But everybody keeps rumoring that it's going to shut down. I don't know. I don't I don't think they're going to shut it down. I think they're going to keep it going. Well, I mean, you got Marvel Unlimited, so they might as well at least keep the comic shit on there. You know? But the and thing be- is, with the comic shit, is that all they're doing is they're just taking Comixology Unlimited format and files and just dumping it on there. So, why don't they just make everything on DCU Unlimited with Comixology Unlimited? If they really want to do I that, guess, I mean, they I could. Guess, you know. I don't know. I'm just thinking. I'm just. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like Marvel's got their Marvel's got an app. You know, yeah. DC should have an app too. You know. Yeah, I mean to sell comics. I mean, even though you know a lot of people, it's not a selling point for a lot of people, but it's nice to have those comics on there. I wait every Tuesday for a new comic to drop on DCU. Like it's going to be a new Batman book, a Superman book, a Just League book. It came out six months ago, but it's new to me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I read, I mean, I've read Red Sun on it. I've read so much stuff on there that I've never would have read before. So it's yeah. worth it to me, but it's worth it to me because, like I said, I'm a DC guy. And plus, Eli, when I'm at work and I'm just bored, I would just throw on Batman animated series <laughs> and, and just watch just a random episode. I mean, that shit never gets boring to me, but that's yeah. me. Like I said, DC Universe is, t- is tailor made to a certain uh, market, a certain demographic, certain target. It's not, it's not going to be made for the casual audience. And I don't think it was ever made for that. You know, so that's what I like. Um, before we move on, I do want to talk about the Zatanna shit. It may or may not be true. It may not be oh, real. I, but I have to say it. Cause like I said, Eli, we have a platform. I have to say this. Look, DC, I know you fuck up. I know you do a lot of stupid shit. But all you have to do to make this shit work is just cast Alexandra Daddario as Zatanna. Whatever she wants, give it to her. Bank a dump truck of money up to her. Look, offer me to her. It's okay. Whatever you have to do to get her on the road. And you will have money. You have bootloads and buttloads of money. And then you can transition to just leave whatever the hell you want to do. What if they uh, get a female director who's all woke and shit and puts pants on her? Look. God damn it, Eli. You had to fuck you know up. It's gonna happen and shit. <laughs> Baggy pants and shit. <laughs> we decided know. not to go with the male gaze. And, uh, <laughs> They're like, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> They're gonna get the chick from Ugly Betty to play her. And just... <laughs> now, the thing is, that chick actually hot when you put her out of the Ugly Betty makeup or whatever, but still. <laughs> But yeah, okay. So then it would get me excited. Yes, Alexandra Daria is playing, a, and he just put in like baggy clothes and shit. <laughs> the woke version of Satana and shit. I'm like, yeah, that okay. That would completely ruin the mood. That that's some DC shit they would do. I'm trying to share. Okay, I'm sharing the link out now. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
Keep going. I'm just oh talking. no, because we're about to move on. I've, I've talked all I want to about Satana. It's a look. Can't say Alexander Dario. That's it. I will settle for what's the chick's name? Alexandria. Uh, Alex. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Not her. It's another one. But she's Spanish. Ava something. I can't remember her name. I know she was in Blade Runner. She was in Knives Out. I just saw Knives Out. To oh, the that dish. chick. Oh, yeah, that yeah, chick. yeah, yeah. Whatever her name yeah. is. If you can't get her, get her. She's hot right now. So, uh, anyway, so we're ready to move on to the to the other shit because this is this yeah. is gonna take a minute. This is gonna take a minute. Okay. So now, Time Magazine. Since we since we're on the woke subject right now, Time Magazine went and dropped some information, dropped some news, uh, and they wanted to talk about, well, your boy Dean Kane. My boy, <laughs> shit. I never watched an episode of that shit. So <laughs> <laughs> that's your boy. <laughs> okay, so it's my boy. Look, <laughs> I was into it. He was ba- look anyway. Anyway, Dean Kane, and it's not just Dean Kane. Actually, we're not even gonna talk about Dean Kane because Dean Kane's an idiot. We're actually gonna talk about Time Magazine. Time Magazine actually dropped an article that was basically uh, posting that superheroes are cops with capes. That's what they were saying right now. Where was I looking for that thing? I can't find it. And so uh, here we go. That's what we're looking for. So superheroes are cops with capes. And they're basically saying that since all this stuff is going on about cops and how cops are facing negative light, are we going to do anything reforms on superheroes? Uh, because at the end of the day, superheroes are basically cops. They all work for somebody. The Avengers work for S.H.I.E.L.D., the Just League work for whatever the fuck. And they just go out and just do whatever the hell they want to. Uh, and basically went on about how people make the movies like it's all just white superheroes and it's all just white directors and all just white writers. Other than a blade and a Black Panther and a Miles Morales here and there, but you know that's basically a fly in the milk, you know. So, uh, Eli, did, did you want to? Because you said you wanted to go there. I, I want to see how far we can go before. Oh, I, yeah, depend. I mean, we can go everywhere, man. I live I, there. <laughs> <laughs> I know you live there. I don't want to know how because I got some stuff I want to say, but I don't know if I want to say it. That's the thing. <laughs> about this first okay yeah cops are heroes on tv they are there's like a million (laughs) cop shows on tv and in the movies there's cops are heroes (laughs) but at the same time people are criticizing cops for that too like fences brooklyn 99 you know it's a comedy cop show and people are saying that's irresponsible like how's it irresponsible i mean sometimes it's just the office in in you know with the nypd yeah and they address issues there was i mean i know terry cruz ain't got ain't ain't cool right he's kind of in the doghouse right now i'm glad but, you made the disclaimer because i was about but, to yeah, yeah yeah but there was an episode where he got stopped by a white cop and all they they addressed that racial yeah. profile which, which he said it actually happened to him in real life that's why they wrote the episode yeah so they yeah. do address issues on the show but it's comedy yes it's cathartic we laugh mm-hmm. sometimes you just got to put a smile on your face and there's nothing wrong with that right but and, um and- but as far as dean kane He's a cop in Idaho. The fuck yes, that's what he said. Let's, let's show, let's show Dean Kane for a second. Just, <laughs> is this your Superman? What <laughs> is so, he doing? And yeah, he's like he's a cop up, in Idaho. What yeah, the fuck, he ain't man? doing shit but like breaking up senior ditch day and like writing parking tickets and shit. Right. Any, any, <laughs> and how he got attached to Fox News, I have no idea. Now here's the thing about Dean Kane. Now he got upset because he's saying that if he was to play Superman in 2020, he couldn't say. Uh, truth, justice in the American way. So he's upset about that. I like dumbass. Do you know Superman's not even American? 
<laughs> he's a legal immigrant. I mean, shit, he's here on the false pretenses. So, <laughs> so uh, that, that's my whole thing about that. It just is. So that's why they kind of moved away from that because at the same time, they want uh, Superman to be an American. They don't want him to have like a nationalist feel to him, which I understand, especially since he's a global fiction. He move around. So fuck, man. He's he's an immigrant, man. Just just go 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 with it. Now, does he have a point about this time magazine? Now the thing about this Time magazine article, and that's the thing, Eli, when we talk about Fox News, who is far right, and you got the the other uh, media that is far left, I do think this article is far left. I think this article is just like shitting on cops. I think that yeah. Yeah. And I think you're going a little bit too far. I mean, because yes, we understand we're in a uncertain times right now, shit like that. But we don't need to go around just shitting on cops left and right. You know. Now I do now I do want to say this because I know people are looking at me crazy right now. I do want to say this. I do feel like, yes, a bad apple spoils the bunch. I do feel like the good apples need to hold the bad apples accountable because I do feel yes, like the the really supposedly good cops are way too quiet about the shit going on right now. Yeah. So I do feel about that. That's an issue. Now are they saying, Eli, I think I'm going to go there. I think I'm going to go there. Go there. Let's go. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there. Okay. So let's talk about superheroes for a second. Now, we talked about cops. And we talked about superheroes. And people get talking about, like, all superheroes are white other than, like, a Blade and a Black Panther and whatever, whatnot, and stuff like that. And why is that the case? Now, uh, notice I have Punisher in the background. And like I said, we know that Punisher has had his issues in the com- in, in the comics and history how cops have like used punisher skulls on their outfits and stuff like that and you know we try to make sure that that doesn't you know reflect what cops are thinking but at the same time punisher is a vigilante batman is a vigilante yes Uh, they go out of their way to work outside the law they wear masks to cover their face to exact justice how they see fit now in real life eli who does that remind you of I give you a hint. The KKK. The KKK. <laughs> I, I, I told you I was going to go there. I told you I was going to go there. <laughs> hey, the Y. Hey, that's what they said on the Watchmen TV show. I'm you going there too. Don't get mad at us. Yes, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. We look like oh, Joe. Of course, you would say that. We're not the ones that came up with this idea. Yeah. This guy did. Alan Moore was the one that did that. I, I told you I was going to go there. <laughs> so yeah, he he's the one that came up with that idea. He's the one that wrote The Watchmen. And it wasn't just The Watchmen because when they did the HBO show, they went to also the superheroes are cops in that show. Flat out. And, the, they don't, and, and, and the superheroes and the cops are on the same team. They're on the same team. Some of them are good, some of them are bad, but the point is they're on the same team. Now, yeah. the thing is, well, and I'm going to show it again, what Alan Moore was trying to say with Watchmen, is he was saying, when you have people in charge and you have people that are over other people and nobody is watching them, they will abuse their power. That's the point of the Watchmen. That's the That's point the of point. the Watchmen. I know a lot of you missed it. I know y'all a lot was like, uh, Rorschach is so cool. He's like Batman, but like more badass. You completely missed the point of the character. He was supposed to be a racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic asshole that wrote to uh, all these right-wing conservative yeah. news sites. Like Brian and Bart Bart and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That was his thing. So he was problematic. He's supposed to be a problematic hero. They wrote him as a problematic hero, but people kind of missed the point on that. So Yes, you can you can almost say, Eli, I'm going to go there. Like, I, I hate that he disclaimers, but I just got to go there. Because you can make that argument that, yes, superheroes 
crime fighting and vigilante is rooted fundamentally in white supremacism. Just saying. There you go. Look yeah. at Batman. Look at. I know I keep saying I shit on Batman. Yeah, you but, shit on Batman all the time, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Batman. Yeah. Batman is fictional. But if you bring him into the real world, then he sucks. So let's, he sucks yeah. because because the thing is, you look at Batman and the thing is, like some writers actually take it there with Batman. They look at him through that lens because at the end of the day, he is a one percenter with mental issues that goes down to the hood and beats the shit out of poor people. Uh, the disenfranchised and the mentally ill. Yeah. So that's what he does in his spare time when he could be using his money as Bruce Wayne to take that same money to the hood and fund those places and build jobs and build schools and build neighborhoods and build houses down there. But that's no fun in that. That yeah, it's that's more, not a, that that's a boring ass comic book. That's a boring ass comic. <laughs> it's more fun to beat the shit out of people. Yeah. You know, and then go back to his ivory tower where he can look down on the rest of Gotham, but he's safe in his neighborhood, you know? Yeah. So that can be problematic in itself, you know? So like I said, Andy, we can keep going down the road. It's just like that. We can go with Daredevil. You know, he's a lawyer at night and in the next time he decides to go beat the shit out of people. You know, he's blind, you know? Yeah. So we can yeah, keep going. He, he breaks the law too. He's breaking the law to, to fix his court and he works for, he's a lawyer. Right, so he's fixing his own cases, you know. That's right. why I love. That's why I love the, the, the my, you know, my thing about the Punisher is he points out the hypocrisy in superheroes who don't kill. Right, you I know? think even <laughs> in the Netflix show they even went there. Like Daredevil actually like let a guy like he lost the case on purpose. Yeah, so he could beat the shit out of the guy. So he could beat the <laughs> shit know, out after, of the guy. Yeah, right. So, afterwards, mean, but, yeah, but all but you know, Punisher will do what those killers, what what, what those heroes won't, as far as you know you know crossing the lines like you're you're you know punisher will kill the will kill the criminal whereas like batman and superman spider-man all these self-righteous heroes who don't kill they leave the criminals uh uh fate up to the flawed system that they that created, fighting, them, in the first that place. created them in the first place and that's right. that's why they're out that's why daredevil and batman are out there doing their shit because they know it's a flawed system so right you know. I mean, you got to think about it. You got a guy to get arrested, get 25 years for smoking weed. <laughs> you know, now that's on his record. Now he can't get a job. Now he got to go out and rob, steal, and do other crazy shit, you know, to support his family. So that's when Batman and Superman and Daredevil and everybody else comes and just beat the shit out of him when he got arrested for some bullshit to begin with. Oh, you we know? got a comment. We got a comment. Uh, Who we got? Yeah. It really does feel like Punisher will cancel and turn into a Daredevil villain and his supporting cast will be giving to Daredevil as well. He's talking well, about well, he was show? a Spider-Man villain to begin with. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a Spider-Man villain to begin with. They just decided to turn him into an anti-hero type character. Rambo. Uh, Rambo was big, and they're like, hey, we need a guy with guns, because Marvel's all about idea, fresh well, ideas. vigilantism <laughs> was big back yeah. then in the 70s, because yeah. there was actually, like, when Death we talk Wish about and, yeah. Death Wish, but I mean, like, a real-life uh, vigilante, and that's the thing I want to talk about, because, like, Death Wish was inspired by this guy that was on the subway that was going around shooting people. I can't remember his name. He was on the subway. Getz? What what was the name? Bernard Getz, that guy. It sounds familiar. That might, you might be right. You might be right. So he was on the subway, you know, shooting people, and then he became a hero. You know, he became a hero. They were like, we need more vigilantes in the street, nothing like that. But then they started analyzing who he was shooting. It was nothing but black people. And the thing yeah. was, he was actually going out of his way to shoot black people. You know, yeah. that may or may not even been screwing with them. 
you know, so that's the thing in the rooted in vigilantism when you're doing this stuff. Like, is it right to take the law into your own hands? Because, yes, Batman sounds cool on paper, but if somebody was to really do that shit, that would be scary. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so. And as like, far as Dean Cain pissing and moaning and yeah. all these cop lovers pissing and moaning, they don't they're they're not from they don't live in those areas. They don't live right. in these disenfranchised neighborhoods that I'm sure, you know, all these. But, but, here, but here's the thing. But here's the thing. There are some cops that do live in those areas. Like, for instance, I live in Jackson, Mississippi. Most of the cops that and, and Jackson, Mississippi is like predominantly black. So most of the cops that patrol the area of Jackson, Mississippi are from the Jackson, Mississippi area. So most of the times you see the cops, you know, these cops, you you see them around here. That's what we need. Yes, yeah. that's what we need. But like we I said, but this situation is not like that everywhere. You know, yeah, I mean. that's we need more community policing. But it's right. like it's, what people, you know, these pro cop people don't understand is they're from places where cops are nice. Right. Cops are friendly and, you know, out in the country, out in the boonies, everybody knows everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and cops are probably nice to them. But, right. you know, then you go into like, you know, these inner city areas, these urban, violent urban areas, you got cops who live in the suburbs, work in these violent neighborhoods mm-hmm. who think and they basically think everybody's they think it's an N.W.A. video, right. and, <laughs> you know. And that's what we have going on. And that's, you know, when we say defend the police and we're talking about reassessing what policing is. We're not talking about getting rid of the cops and turning this place Right. Now, there are some people that are trying to, and that's the thing I don't like. You got some people trying to use the Black Lives Matter movement as, because they're anarchists. And they're trying to use the anarchists, uh, they're trying to use the Black Lives Matter hashtag as a way to promote their anarchy, to get rid of the police, to you know, uh, to take power away from the government. And that's where you got issues, right? That I have a problem with that. We're not trying to get rid of the police. Nobody's trying to get rid of the police yeah. except a, a few assholes that have their own agenda. Yeah. So. Just stop killing unarmed colored folks. That's all we want. Right. <laughs> that's all we want. <laughs> now, I will yeah. say this, Eli. Okay. So, like I said, in the Jackson area, like I said, because they're predominantly black in here, uh, I mean, like I said, for the most part, we know the police area. But, Drive outside of the Jackson area. Drive to Madison. Drive to Brandon. Drive to Flow and stuff like that. If you're driving uh, a Chevy Impala or a Dodge, anything, or you know, <laughs> a, a Grand Pontiac, Pontiac <laughs> they you will get pulled over. <laughs> They're specifically looking for people driving those type cars because they think it may have something on them. So Chrysler 300 thing like that. So they're looking for those type cars. So it's it's a touchy situation, but at the same time. Superhero are superheroes cops? Yes, they are to a point, but some of them are vigilantes that I think we need to take a long, hard look at what they're doing. I'm not saying don't make these heroes anymore. I love Batman comics, we probably review more Batman comics than anything else on this show. But all I'm saying is that when we do look at this media and look at this, you know, uh, this works of art that we're, we're examining, we do need to look at it close and look at it through a certain type lens. That's all I'm saying, you know. Don't idolize Rorschach. Don't idolize Moon Knight. Moon Knight is fucking crazy. <laughs> you know. So. But still read them. Still enjoy the stories. That's all. Yeah. I mean, art uh, art reflects our society. It makes us ask questions and, and, you know, confronts issues and gives us a way to cope with the realities right. that we, you know. And, and like I said, even, even, yeah. 
Right. Even with Punisher, I had issues with Punisher as a character. I would still read a Punisher comic. I would still watch the Punisher Netflix show. I love Punisher Warzone, that movie, you know, but at the same time, I know what lens to look at the Punisher as. Maybe everything he does isn't good. You know, maybe he is a, like I said, he is a anti-hero. You know, he's not like Superman and Spider-Man, things like that. Let's see what we got. Uh, Iron Man, something, something. I'll let you read that one. Mark Ultimates and Ultimate Avengers had them put in the dark and gritty realism where superhero teams are turned into weapons of mass destruction to combat other countries as weaponized police force. Like the boys. Like the boys. And yeah. Um, and that's the uh, thing. Like I said, like the, the boys will take it where Doomsday they, Clock and shit. Remember? Doomsday <laughs> Clock, Watchmen, all stuff like that. They will take a, a lens to these characters and like really examine them, you know. But that's 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 what Dr. Manhattan was. Dr. Manhattan was basically Superman in the Watchmen universe, uh, all powerful being that got politicized. Like mm-hmm. the the great like God exists and he's American. Right. Which is what that Richard Nixon said in The Watchmen. And yeah, when that's scary. <laughs> okay. Can I talk about Superman B- can I talk about BVS one more time? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now I want to specifically talk about BVS, the ultimate edition, because like I said, there was more plot in that story than in regular theatrical version that you're not gonna catch. So watch what happened in the and and they talk about Superman as a political figure. But the thing is, Superman just wants to do one thing. He just wants to do good. Now, I'm talking about the Zack Snyder one. He just wants to do good. He just wants to just go out, save people, help people. So that African warlord that he helps at the beginning of the movie, pay very close attention to what happens. He goes to Africa. He stops the warlord. But the thing is that warlord was put in place by the CIA. The reason he was put in place by the CIA because they want to the CIA wants to dethrone the government that is in that the warlord is from. So they fund him and they give him money and back him because they want him to overthrow that government because because the because thing is the uh they'd rather have him in office than that than the guy that's in charge now. Superman just decides to go and just fuck some shit up. So he's and that. And that's what Captain America was afraid of if he was going to sign the Superhero Registration Act in Civil War. <laughs> right. <laughs> because if it was because if the, if it was up to the government. I'm just, I'm just you, being you're petty. Right. You're right. I'm yeah. being petty right now because we had the debate like a month ago. <laughs> we had a debate. But it, it all ties together. Like I said, if you really look at it, people had to complain. But BVS and Civil War are almost the same movie. They really are. I can make so many comparisons between them. But that's the thing. If Superman did work for the government, the government would have stopped him from going to Africa because they had their own people in Africa. But Superman, not knowing that, he just goes and just does what he wants to, and he thinks he's doing good. But like I said, he doesn't. Lois Lane was there, too. Right. Lois Lane was there. Lois Lane's in trouble, which her ass shouldn't have been there to begin with. (laughs) You know, so she's also causing problems. So like I said, this is uh, people hate to put politics and superheroes, but it's there. Whether you look at it or not, it's there with any hero. You know, yeah. that's the world we live in. Anything can be politicized. Yeah. So, uh, can we move on to the to the next one? I think this is going to be a little bit nicer. What will we go to next? Sure. Are we done okay. with Dean Kane. Fuck Dean Kane. Fuck Dean Kane. <laughs> right. <laughs> that hurt me as a Superman fan to say that. Still. <laughs> All right, so the next thing you want to talk about, we want to talk about Mabel. Some oh, you, you said Mabel. <laughs> I could oh, fuck it, let it ride. Let's Mabel, <laughs> I'll fix it. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we have now is that we actually have Boom. 
Now, I, I don't know how this is news, but apparently it is news. But Marvel, and I might fix this later on. I'll go ahead and fix it now. Uh, Marvel has acquired, uh, a, um, fuck, what do they require? Eli, you tell them what they require. Aliens, aliens and Predator. The yeah, they, they fixed Aliens and Predator. So the thing is, uh, both Alien and Predator are properties of Fox. So they already own yeah. Alien and Predator when the, when the deal went through, originally. Yeah, the Fox, so, yeah. Yeah. Right, with Fox. Did I fix it? Yeah, you did. All right, let's back. Okay, let's back to it. So they already have uh, Aliens and Predator with them, but the thing is, we didn't know what Aliens and Predator was, what Disney was going to do with Aliens and Predator. Because like I said, Disney is family, fun, friendly, things like that. Uh, Alien Predator is not. No. They are far from that. So it's going to be interesting what they do with those properties. Are they even going to release those movies again? Because they released those movies again, like I said, they're going to be on there. Um, I guess the, what they can do to settle that is just, you know, keep Fox as a brand and just release the movies through Fox and you won't have a problem. Like you want to release. Be, that would be an idea. They've been talking about doing like a TV series and stuff like that. But this is official now. Marvel is going to start doing the comics. Right. So Dark Horse, who's had the a- Aliens and Predator you know, rights for the past 30 years and have, you know, have their own series and their own franchises and all their their own canon, you know, canon that ended up in movies, that inspired movies. This is all going to probably go away once they go over to Marvel because I don't, I don't, you know, will Marvel keep that canon or will they they (laughs) start their own new universe this is star wars 2.0 that's what it is yeah that and that as as an aliens fan not only of the as uh you know the movies i love the movies mm-hmm. but i'm a big fan of the comics um dark horse hi indian hi. or indian hi. jones what's up indian jones oh, <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> uh thanks for listening but uh but but dark horse was one of the introduced me to indie comics you know showed me there were other comics beside the big two you know they were more violent and hard edge action and sex, sex and, and, and nudity, gore yeah. and yeah and um alien swear comics words, yeah, yeah yeah they were swear words they didn't censor anything and alien comics were the big tent pole at dark horse at the time you know and dark horse had the rights to aliens and the first alien comics were basically sequels to the movie to james cameron's second movie i mean newt and hicks and ripley they were there's a whole bunch of storylines with them as characters continuing the storyline from the aliens movie until they made alien 3 and then they killed off ripley they killed newt and hicks and stuff off screen yeah no Um, reason yeah so but but still they ventured out and into other characters and other you know other storylines and kept there's some really cool shit that's been going on it's been 30 years and i'm kind of bummed that it's gone because i still read alien comics i've reviewed them on here i think mm-hmm. defiance is one of the greatest alien stories in recent memory i think yeah, you reviewed the video games on here yeah i that should have been a movie but then i guess what's that isn't that didn't that guy turn out to be a creep the writer of that one we can't um, everybody we need yeah, a cheat sheet uh, i forget yeah. that guy's name uh 
but the writer of that, I, he turned out to be a creep, I guess. But anyways, there's still good aliens and predator comics uh, being made. And now they're going to go to Marvel. I know people want to see the cross. I mean, that, that image that mm-hmm. they posted on Marvel's website, where it shows the, the predator Boom. holding, yeah, the predator holding Iron Man's uh, head. You know, <laughs> that, that's, that, that just goes to show that they are planning on crossovers. Um, crossovers are fun. They've happened before. We've seen Batman versus aliens and predator, you know, Hellboy and what have you, green lantern versus aliens. We've seen the crossovers mm-hmm. crossovers are fun, but then they went back to their, you know, their publishers and made their own shit as you know, Marvel's going to keep it, you know, right. um, my worry is they're not going to be as violent. They're going to be watered down. They're going to be neutered. They're not going to have the balls and the guts that they had at Dark Horse. Um, and that that kind of bums me out because Aliens deals with some deep themes. You know, the, the very nature of H.R. Giger's design, the biomechanical right. alien looking, the xenomorph design is very phallic and psychosexual uh, themes going on there that and that's stuff that know, Marvel doesn't that, really touch you know? yeah yeah Marvel can barely get gay right you know right. so <laughs> you know what I mean uh, you know they flipped out over you know the threesome between you know Wolverine and Cyclops and Jean Grey <laughs> right <laughs> you know so so I, I don't see Marvel tackling though that's why that's why in aliens the female females are always the protagonists and and male victims are always, you know, getting raped. And yeah, alien has acid and predator has get. Yeah, we ain't gonna see no alien acid burning off faces right. in Marvel arms Con. and all this stuff like that. Yeah, so. we ain't gonna see a chest burster. Uh, you but know, see, that, the, the the problem you have, Eli, is the problem I always had with Disney owning everything. Yeah. So we're talking about comics, but they own everything. They own the movies. They own the TV shows. Everything. So everything we say about the comics. They might get away with that stuff, but they'll never touch this stuff in the movies. No, they don't want to have a Disney brand. You know, we can't have the Alien Queen as a Disney princess. You know, yeah, or it's, Ripley as an Alien princess. Right, it's not going to happen. Or you know, yeah. so we're losing all this stuff. You you can't even swear anymore. You can't have a Predator. Uh, like they're probably going to re release Predator One with all the stuff taken out in there. You know, Ghostbuster, right. <laughs> yippee mr falcon you know yeah, shit I mean, like that sure it's it's fun i mean yeah yeah i'm sure yeah guardians versus the galaxy versus aliens would be uh yeah a, a venom xenomorph sure what, that, that's I, the one i want to ask you do you think yeah. it's gonna be a crossover oh yeah i mean it shows right there a predator holding iron man's head i mean but is that an official <laughs> image or is it just like some, some standing dude? on avengers tower i'm sure that's what they're that's what they're planning I, i'm sure yeah. that's gonna happen I, I just wish they don't become a permanent part of the Marvel universe. I mean, if they can keep, well, if they do like a Max or a Marvel Knights where they can get away with some of the more hard violence, fine. But, but I, Eli, I, you know, you, you're saying that, but Marvel has ripped off Aliens so much. I mean, we got the Brood. The we brood, got the Outright. The I mean, that, that's all they are. That scene from Endgame when Endgame. Hawkeye was going through the tunnel, that was directly from Aliens. Yep. Yeah. You know. So now they could just okay, we can stop pretending that we're ripping off aliens. And instead of having the X Men fight the Brood, they can just fight the aliens, fight the Xenomorphs. Yeah, but I don't want yeah, and that's like I said, that's fine for a little bit. But I don't want aliens or predators to be just secondary villains 
for superheroes <clears throat> to beat up. You know, you know, the Dark Horse had their own mytholo- mythology with these with these franchises. You know, mm-hmm. aliens went so you know, aliens comics. There's some awesome alien comics out there that just went, you know, dealing with weird sci science fiction themes and you know, Predator is just another extension of humanity, you know, and our and our fascination with technology and our need to, you know, our, our lack of, of, of uh, you know, of self, our, our lack of knowledge of self and how the Predators are, are use their technology to get more in tune with themselves. You know, th- these are themes that go on in the Predator comics. And I don't want these, I don't want aliens and Predators to just become secondary, second rate villains in, in Marvel comics. A- Same you know, gonna happen, that's and that's what's probably gonna happen. happen. You know, but if, like I said, if they do like a a, a Max series, a Marvel Knights, where they can mm-hmm. just be their own in their own universe, their own canon, and if I get to see a chest burster scene, <laughs> if we can get I'll, that, because the, the thing I'll is, be satisfied with that, you know, because like I said, this is new territory for Marvel, but. Uh, Aliens and Predator have popped up in in like comics, not just Dark World, but they popped up in DC comics all the time. Batman has fought Predators before, Superman has fought Aliens before, yeah. Batman and Superman has fought the Aliens and Predators before. So they they have precedence for this before, but it's just weird. But even in those comics, they really strip down what the Predator and Alien is. They're just yeah, cannon they're, fodder, you know. They're just bad. Yeah, they're just they're parademons, you know. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, and then but then they went back to Dark Horse and you know <laughs> got to do their own thing. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah like so. I said, cross, crossovers are fun, but I don't want like a permanent, you know, place. You know, I don't want aliens and predator as a permanent part of the Marvel universe now. You know, it's just yeah, it's just watered it's, it's down. Gonna, it's gonna be weird, and that's the thing because Disney's buying up everything. They're watering down everything. Hell, but at least we're getting aliens and predator. Because I was here in Roma, they were just gonna just put the shit in the vault. You just weren't even gonna see it again. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, is is having you know predator with his balls cut off better than no predator? I don't know. I mean, I, you could say the argument: oh, we're going to get some new readers. People who have never read com- Predator comics and Alien comics are going to finally get to see. Hey, those Star Wars comics sold like like hotcakes. I mean, that's probably still some of Marvel's best selling comics. You know, even though they ignore everything that came before them. Yeah. So. <clears throat> What about the Predator Alien? Yeah, there's there. Yeah, I mean the com- the comics have explored the you the you know the bigger universes. You know that's that's why I love you know especially the the Predator comics. You never saw that every Predator movie is basically the same movie over and over again. Whereas in the comics they expand on the culture, their planets, their you know in the, even in the video games you go to the Predator planet where they live in pyramids and shit. You know, you get to see a sense of their culture and their and their rituals and and their, you know their 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 uh, the hierarchy, the hunter hierarchy. Mm-hmm. You know the tribal the tribal ways of the predator. You get to see that in the comics, and none of the movies, none of the movies have done that. You know, <laughs> it's just the same. So that's the thing. thing. And Hollywood is scared to take you know risk new ideas. Yeah, you know that's why they're just taking like that's what they're gonna that's what they're gonna do, Eli. The the aliens and predator comics. Are just gonna be just uh R and D department for Hollywood. That crank out my next movie. That's the comic right there. That's that's your storyboard. That's yeah, how they, and, that's why Marvel comics is still around, really. Yeah, and like that's what I'm afraid because they did that with Conan. I know Conan acquired or Marvel acquired all the Dark Horse Conan stuff, mm-hmm. 
but I don't know. I haven't seen it. I, I mean, are they cutting out the boobs and the blood and stuff? <laughs> I mean, we reviewed. I thought you reviewed the, uh, the Conan comics. No, I'm talking about the Dark Horse because they acquired Marvel acquired the Dark Horse. Oh, library. like those old stories. Okay. Yeah. So, and I haven't That's seen a- that. I haven't been on the Marvel app to check any of them out or Comicsology. I wonder there's if they did. No that way. They... There's no way that would be on there. <laughs> if it did, I'd renew my Marvel Limited app like right now. <laughs> Oh, man. So can we move on to the next part? Uh, sure. Okay, so let's move on to the video game section. And I'm trying to see if I want to do the good stuff first or the bad stuff first. Is there any good stuff? So, Oh, there's some. Oh, what about? Okay, there's some more. So do the Predator fight for In a way, yeah. There, there's a, like a hierarchy. Like in one of the comics, Noguchi, who's in the Aliens versus Predator comics, she actually mm-hmm. joins the Predator hunting team. And they have to fight for their spot on the hunter hunter squad to the right to hunt spoiler so, alert. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh oh say oh let's let's go with the, the since we own this down no actually the predator ship was supposed to be some good shit so let's start with the downer shit so eli this is depressing for me uh because you know i was excited for evo and oh, evo has become, <clears throat> actually evo was supposed to happen yesterday that's supposed to be when Evo's been happening, but it's been completely canceled. And here's the reason it's been canceled. Oh, uh, let's see what what uh oh, he really wants. To, we maybe we should have kept talking about. Don't worry, we're gonna talk about Aliens and Predator again. Don't worry. <laughs> Alan Moore's Miracle Man reprints. I'm sure. Yes, Marvel Marvel owns those now. They do, but they're not on the Marvel Unlimited app, I don't think. But Marvel does own those Alan Moore reprints because he he sold them to him. Uh, or Neil Gaiman sold. Them. I can't remember who sold those rights to it. Oh, uh, but anyway, we're gonna talk about Evo for a second because. It's the shit that hurts me, Eli. I was excited for Evo. It's going to be the fighting game tournament. I was getting ready to watch it all weekend. It's supposed to be a month-long thing and just online tournaments. But it's not going to happen because almost every – since we're talking about predators, turns out almost everybody in the fighting game community is a sexual predator. <laughs> so, first off, Smash Brothers, almost damn near everybody in Smash Brothers got uh, canceled because it found out that they all had, like, some kind of pedophilia history. Because, you know, when we talk about Smash Brothers, like, we always make fun of, like, the younger kids and stuff like that. So that's what some of these older tournament players are preying on them. So then the head of Evo, you know, talks shit about them saying that, oh, you shouldn't be doing this stuff. It's against our core values. You know, like you have to hold yourself better than that. Soon as he said that, two days later, we find out pedophile information on him. <clears throat> so the co-founder of Evo has been revealed to be a pedophile. And this isn't even like a, an accusation. He admitted to it. On Twitter, he apologized and everything like that. He was like, oh, I'm sorry for what he did. And not even going to the stuff that they said he did or the stuff that he said he did because it's really fucked up. And this is the guy we've been following the whole time for like the whole year that's been putting this thing together and putting Evo together. And, you know, once the other, so like Capcom and, you know, Nether Realms, you know, make Mortal Kombat and the guys that make DBZ fighters, they're like Namco and Tekken. We're like, we can't fool you guys. Uh, uh, Skullgirls. The founder that also uh, is a pedophile. So all this shit happened within a week. I don't know what the fuck is happening. Everybody, yeah, what the fuck, man? Yeah, everybody plays fighting games as a pedophile. Not me. Everybody <laughs> else. You know. <laughs> so, so I don't know what the hell is going on. So because of all this, because Capcom bailed out, and NetherRealms bailed out, Napcom bailed out. Evo is dead. They're like, so there's going to be no fighting tournament that was supposed to have happened yesterday. It's supposed to last the whole month. I mean, the entire month of July. Nothing is happening now, and it's probably dead forever. You know. Now, 
you can say, like I said, it's 2020. Everything's online now. There's all kind of other online tournaments going on. Even this year, there's like 50 million tournaments going on right now. So why? What makes Evo special? <clears throat> Evo was special just because Evo was special. It's it's uh, I don't know, sentimental. You know, it's the place where everything started. So you kind of want to go back to it because when it happens, it's like special when everything going on. But now you got to find like another online tournament that's not as special, not these guys running it. So it's just it feels new. But man, it, it feels like the end of an era, Eli. That that hurt me. Well, no more pedophilia, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing, yeah. <laughs> so we got to look on the bright side. So, uh, yeah, rest in peace to Evo. Uh, now let's talk about some news that's going to make me feel a bit better. Hold on. Let's see. Hmm? Back? Evo has gotten James Gunn. Well, not really. Not really. James Gunn, like I said, just put out some tweets. These guys actually have documentation on the shit they did. So <laughs> a little bit, a little bit different. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, James Gunn was just talking, saying stupid jokes and shit. Yeah, he was just saying stupid jokes. These folks, like, no, they have dudes coming up and saying he did this to me for some video game tokens. Like, wow, okay, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it, like I said, I'm not gonna go into detail about what he did, but it's really fucked up. Now, I want to talk about NBA 2K, for instance. I know Eli don't care, but I gotta talk about it because we never talk about basketball on here. And it's been gone for like four months because of COVID. <laughs> you know, so the reason we're gonna talk about it because <clears throat> it's been announced, and they've announced uh, the. And I'm, I'm gonna say why this has anything to do with like the PS5 and the Xbox One X later on. Uh, they've announced the cover. Of the photo, uh, the guy's supposed to come out. You have Damian Little. He's supposed to be on the current generation covers, who, you know, famous for this gift right here, whatever. Uh, you also have another cover, who's supposed to be the next gen, not that guy. Uh, yeah, Zion Williams, Williamson. He's actually was a rookie last year. He's rookie of the year, so he's supposed to be his year. So he's supposed to be cover of the next generation. Uh, so that's what they said about him. But the thing is, you know, he looks kind of pudgy on this pick. But during the quarantine time, this one looks like now. So he's a new guy. Well, he's so people swole on. Yeah, because that's all he's been doing. He's, he can't play basketball, so he's just been lifting weights all day. So all the, the baby fat he had last year is gone. Uh, and people have been making this comparison. Is that <laughs> you or is that me? You're, say something. Hey, me, 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 me. Your, your, uh, your, your mic is sounding all staticky and shit. Oh, I can, I can hear you just fine. It may be to come back on. I don't know. What are you talking Hello. Do I sound good? You're good. You're perfect. Uh, okay. Yeah. What does your parent doing? If it's just massive. Yeah, cold. you're like getting all distorted and shit. Ah, shit. Okay. Uh, well, we keep going. All right. So they're saying he looks like Bane now. <laughs> you know. Uh, but the funny thing is, like, you got all this, but the actual MVP of last year has never been on the cover. But you got these new guys on the cover. But people keep asking. We don't care about these guys. What about Kobe? So of course. Kobe is going to be on the the more expensive $100 version, limited version. So that's going to be that one. But here's the reason why I want to talk about you for a second. Uh, am I still good? Can you hear me? No, I hear you. You're just like cracking up. Okay. Like anyway, we'll keep going. Uh, if I'm fucked up in the chat, if anybody listen, just let me know. Hey, uh, yeah. Does he sound fucked up in the chat? Let us know. Yeah. Oh, there's another comment about Captain Marvel came in late and not in Civil War. Came in late and not. Okay. Are you talking about the movies? Because was it Captain Marvel and on in some other galaxy or something? Supposedly, but yeah. they hadn't cast it yet, so <laughs> that's nothing else. Uh, 
So the, the reason why this is important to video games, because the thing is, is that they've revealed the price of what NBA 2K21 is going to be. Now, as of right now, we all know the video games priced are $60. But yeah, no, but he says you got a robot Bane voice. Okay. Well, maybe that'll help the viewers out. I don't know. Or maybe to get fixed up. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, robot Bane voice? I guess I do. Okay. Uh, so, what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. So, now the next-gen games are going to be $70. So if two if two K twenty one can be seventy dollars, probably every game is going to be seventy dollars now. So it looks like the price of video games is going to go up next year, which is cool because they haven't. It's been sixty dollars like the last hell, probably like twenty years. So inflation has to have an effect on it some kind of way. So it looks like that's what's happening now. So so you're gonna to have to come out of pocket. Any game you want to get nowadays, you better be ready. It's going to be seventy dollars to get it, and this is the regular version, not counting. DLC and that kind of special editions, that kind of all this stuff like that. So, yeah, video game prices going up. Uh, all I got, Eli, can we move on to the actual media podcast now? Sure. Mess with your jack. Maybe it's your jack on your headphone jack or something. Maybe. Let's see. I can hear myself. Let's see. What about now? No. Unplug oh. it and plug it back in. Oh, how about I cut it on, cut it back on? What about now? No, it's still going. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Uh, Technical difficulties, folks. Do, 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 okay, what about now? I'm, well, it's still going. Uh, fuck. <laughs> do, 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 do. Okay, you're definitely going to leave this this pocket. I mean, you're definitely going to leave this part right here. Okay? <laughs> Matter of fact, you can go ahead and take over now. I'll just get you set up. You go ahead and set us up. Are we doing the comic book? L- let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, now, this is... So. Okay, this is what do you say? This is the this is where we pay the bills. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk about the cut where the comic book bullies. We're gonna talk about comic books. So this week, because it was an off week, not a lot of stuff was released. Uh, yeah, apparently. Yeah, folks, and I don't know. I know you can't hear me, but the people that uh, don't follow sports, I don't know how many people watch this. Follow sports, they call this in sports and football a bye week. Yeah. So this is a bye week. So yeah. What was Bane Max power form that power up he gets? Huh? The venom when he gets venomed? Yeah. He gets that he smokes or smokes. Not smoking. He, he he breathes in the venom toxin and then he gets all <laughs> he hulks out and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so since it was a slow week, there wasn't a lot of new comics that we cared about. Uh, we decided to do another retro review. And our, the retro review we are doing this week is the original Aliens vs. Predator comic released by Dark Horse back in 1990, I believe. Um, this, it's the 30th anniversary. I just found out that they just released this week is the 30th anniversary of Aliens vs. Predator. Okay. So that was, that was released. They released the 30th anniversary collector's edition, hardcover edition. I guess it's awesome. You know. Of this book and that's what we're going to read now uh like we said dark horse they acquired the rights to fox movie properties um aliens was one of the first that one that they did uh after 1986 when james cameron's alien movie came out they dark horse hey let's write a sequel to that movie and they did the alien comics basically dealt with um newt hicks ripley 
uh, uh, the, the Marines. It was a continuation of the Aliens movie. Um, at the time, Dark Horse was talking about doing crossovers with other companies. They were talking about a deal with DC where Aliens would fight uh, Batman, Batman, Superman, yeah. and all that stuff. And in that meeting, they're like, well, hell, why, uh, you know, can't we just uh, make our own characters fight each other? And they're like, yeah, that's a good idea. We just acquired the rights to the Predator uh, character. Let's have Aliens and Predator face off in a comic book. And that's basically how the idea was born. Let's have these two characters fight each other, similar to Godzilla movies or back in the day. Universal Monster. Yeah, Frankenstein versus the Wolfman, all that stuff. This is where it was came from. And this came out before the Predator 2 movie. So this had an influence. In fact, the Predator, the original Predator comic uh, influenced the Predator 2 movie, you know, The Concrete Jungle, which was the first Predator comic. Um, in that comic, we have Dutch's brother, Arnold Schwarzenegger's brother is the main character. In the movie, we have Danny Glover. So they race changed him, and no one gave a shit. <laughs> we weren't woke back then. You know. We weren't woke back then, back in the <laughs> But in the Predator 2 movie, they actually took uh, influence from the Aliens versus Predator comic. And you can see on the Predator ship in the movie, in the trophy room, you can see the alien skull on the mantle. I this... meant to get that picture, but I, I forgot to do it. But, hey, you, know. you sound good right now. Oh, oh, cool. Okay, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I just need to just shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> So, um, they decide, like I said, in 1990, they did Aliens versus Predator comic. And it was the first, it was like, it was mind blowing. Oh, oh my God. Even I back then. And I got the original issues. So, and what's cool about this, I got, we, the, the one we read on Comixology, it's like the Omnibus. They mm-hmm. included the Zero issue, which I didn't have, so I never read the Zero issue until I read it this and, week. And that was the first, the first issue, right? Like when you first started reading it. Yeah. So okay. the Zero issue is two short stories. Back in the day, um, Dark Horse had these little mini comics called Dark Horse Presents. It was like an anthology of, you know, their comic properties. And that's where released, Sin City started. That's where Sin City started. Yeah. Um, in this, in the Dark Horse Presents, they had two short stories that led up basically a prequel to the aliens and predator comic. And this is what the zero issue was. So we're going to dive into it now. Aliens versus predator. <clears throat> Let me take a drink of water. <laughs> so the zero issue, we starts out, we are, it's space truckers. There's these two, uh, we're on some giant spaceship haulings. Um, what are they called? Rinth? They're cattle. Oh, they're spite. They're like space le- lectors. Lectors. They call them lectors. <clears throat> yeah, they're like space cattle. They're mm-hmm. hauling these cattle to this planet to ranch, uh, to make to make meat. This is like centuries in the future. Earth is a shithole. There's no more resources. You know, there's no more food. So they got to go off planet to get food, and they're ranching these giant space cow rhinoceros things for meat to bring back to Earth. So that's what they're doing. They're ranchers. It's, 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 it's um, you know, they're cowboys in space. And it's just a conversation. This issue is just a conversation of these two space truckers talking about Darwinism, talking about human evolution, talking about 
um, civilization, how Western civilization and manifest destiny, you know, the, the, the history of mankind and how they sort of colonize and strip the resources of the environment to for civilization. They're talking, they're talking this deep philosophical, you know, uh, conversation about human history. And, and they're the comparing them between like alien and predator, you know. Yeah. In the meantime, all we see dirt while they're talking, we just see visuals of a predator ship getting ready to go on the hunt. They have alien eggs. They're scanning them. They have all their technology. We're seeing <clears throat> the, al the alien eggs being scanned. And one of them actually finds an, uh, a queen. And that basically they destroy the queen eggs. Mm -hmm. but, but they have an alien queen on board. Laying that, that's eggs. the queen egg right there, right? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So they're destroying. They're trying to because they're planting these eggs on this planet. And they're going to do a hunt. What they what the predators do is they put the aliens on. They infest the planet with alien eggs, and then as a rite of passage, the the hunters go down and hunt the aliens. But while it's on board, the 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 queen alien does something with her like weird nasty womb thing that lays the eggs, and she knocks the um the the scanner off before it could destroy the queen egg. So the queen egg ends up going down on the planet and it gives birth to an alien queen. I'm glad you explained it because I didn't know what the hell was going on with that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so since, because, you know, the predators are trying to contain, they're trying to control the, you know, they're trying to control the alien infestation. They don't want a queen there. They just want worker bees, worker ants. You know, they just want warrior <clears throat> aliens to hunt. They don't want a whole infestation. You know what I mean? So the alien queen fucks up the machine to, that destroys the queen egg and the queen egg goes through and it goes onto the ship and it goes down on the planet to harvest the aliens. Meanwhile, the, the predators are getting ready. They're, they're doing some ritual where they're choosing which, which there's different factions, there's different tribes that are choosing which uh, who gets to go on to this uh, on this hunting mission, um, and that's basically the zero issue. It's just like I says, it, it expands on the predator uh, culture, you know. And then we start, you know, the the ship goes down and lays eggs and infests the planet, and the the, the predators go down to the planet to uh, for the hunt. So. Number one, the next issue, we basically, this is where the, the, the main story arc uh, starts. We have Noguchi. This, it's all told from her point of view. She, uh, she's basically the CEO of, this, of the company put in charge of this ranch town. You know, this, this, like, it's like an old west town on another planet. They're prosperity harvesting falls, their, their cattle. Like yeah. yeah, Prosperity Falls. It's a... <clears throat> They're they're cattle rustlers. They're they're rustling these 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 the synth or whatever they're called. The the and, rinth because they're like rhinos and, and something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah rinth. Um, and she she's like doesn't nobody likes her. She's like the, the 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 boss that doesn't mingle with the workers. She's in her office all day. She doesn't get her hands dirty. So nobody likes her. So she decides, you know, I'm gonna go and mingle with the workers and try to uh, you know try to you know 
be friendly with everybody because she's about to leave, you know, and she wants to leave a good impression with the, with the, with the workers. Meanwhile, the aliens come <clears throat> or the predators come and uh, they find uh, some, one of the, one of the cattle rustlers finds uh, a face hugger finds the egg in the face hugger. And basically the cattle are becoming infected. The face huggers are attacking the cattle and, you know, laying their embryo inside the cattle. Um, one of their workers goes out there. He, um, you know, trying to find where the where these face huggers come from. He runs into the predators. He's like, "Oh shit!" He tries to escape, but then he ends up crashing his like hover bike into the predator ship, and the predator ship blows up. And the predators like those fucking humans. Let's go kill them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so the predators decide, "Hey, we're gonna go." attack the humans and that's kind of read the you know the rest of the story kind of picks up from there um some of the workers they they discuss they get harvested they they find aliens they get they find the alien queen they get harvested into the the nest you know they get incubated with the face huggers um we find out like in all predator and alien movies that the company kind of knows about it the one head guy in charge kind of knew about the specimen and he wanted to get a live sample of it so he was sort of uh manipulating you know the the workers into going out there and getting us the alien sample for them mm -hmm. uh and then all eventually all hell kind of breaks loose the predators start attacking the human yeah there's a gnarly scene where the predators happen upon like a homestead a family right the dog here like the dog just starts barking in the yeah. park but the predator is invisible so he just like stabs the shit out of him <laughs> yeah he, i was like whoa okay that, that was crazy yeah, kills the dog, kills the mom and dad in front of the kid. The kid jumps on a hover bike and he hightails it out of there. Meanwhile, uh, they they find a predator. They find a they go to they find the crash site. They end up going out and investigating. Hey, that one dude who went to go look, he's been missing for a while. Let's go find him. So they go out. They find the the crashed predator ship, and then they find a predator injured, but he's still alive. They call him Broken Tusk. Well, actually, he's a recurring character in some of the other. Is stories. he? Okay, because yeah. uh, actually, I looked at it again. Broken just like when that guy that tried to get away, he ran over him. That's how he was there. Yeah. yeah. So, and I, I guess that's how he broke his tusk too. Yeah. So they take Broken Tusk, the predator, back to the lab inside the town, and they're kind of like, you know, they got him in the lab. They got him strapped down and shit. They're trying to like, oh shit, we never seen this alien before. Blah 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 blah. And then the kid comes. He comes into town. He's like, oh, my God, these monsters killed my family, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we got we to gotta do something. And at the same time, all hell, then the aliens show up. So now we got aliens and predators sort of attacking the humans. Uh, Noguchi ends up going out to investigate. <coughs> she gets attacked by aliens. And she's, like, fighting them off. Uh, but then a predator shows up and then fights them all off and kind of saves her life. But the predator ends up dying. So that's what we and have. He was like a rookie predator. They didn't know what the hell he was doing. So. Yeah, yeah. So basically, and this is the, the the predators are now overwhelmed because the queen egg hatched and gave birth to a bunch of aliens. Whereas it was supposed to be, like I said, the in in the the predators are trying to control the alien because it's, it's training ground. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. So it was only supposed to be like a, so many aliens, you know, that these predators can can hunt now it's like a big giant 
hive of aliens attacking. So the predators are getting overrun. They're attacking, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're getting attacked. The humans are still, you know, trying to fight back. Um, yeah, at, at one point, uh, Noguchi teams up with the the one doctor chick, the hus- the, the wife of the, the one wife guy. Of, got, the widow of the husband. Yeah, yeah, who got, and they end up, uh, you know, jumping in a, one of the hovercraft things and they end up crashing. But everything's like, yeah, it's, it's by this time, it's all out war. Predators fighting aliens, you know, um, uh, humans are caught in the crossfire. But uh, Noguchi takes that ship and she goes to the cattle and basically drives the, the cattle, a big stampede, a herd of these Because they were supposed to have been uh, off planet by now. So yeah. they just been in it the whole time, just stirring up, you know, just yeah, they haven't been, yeah, because of the because of what's been going on, these cattle haven't been fed. They've been cooped up in the in the the corral for for days. They're agitated. So she comes in with the ship, opens up the corral, and just basically chases the cattle, the herd of cattle, through the town. And the 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 cattle comes through and starts stomping over all the aliens and shit. And it's a big you know action scene and shit. Um, eventually, she crashes. Uh, and then the one predator, uh, the broken tusk, broken yeah. tusk, he gets off of the lab. He gets off of the, uh, he escapes the lab and he shows up and he kind of starts helping the humans, you know, since the humans saved his life, he's like, okay, I'm going to help these humans out. Right. And he then even he attacks his own people to make sure they, that the humans. Yeah. Yeah. So he starts going around and he starts cutting up aliens and he's kicking ass and shit. Um, yeah, there's a scene where they, the, the guys who were in the nest, the alien nest, they, uh, I forget what they did. See, I should have took notes. <laughs> but anyways, they, the, the no, aliens, they, 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 I remember the aliens let them leave. Yeah, because they, they're free to give birth now. Right. Um, they come into the, they come into the lab. Uh, one of them, a chest burster comes out of his chest and the other guy's like okay i got one inside me too i'm gonna die now and noguchi gives the guy the gun here before you die make yourself useful (laughs) (laughs) you know oh and he tells them how you know how to blow up the play because basically trying to like blow up the whole city with the aliens still in it so they can't get loose yeah so they plan they make a plan to blow up the town um what happens now? Oh, did they jump in a truck? I'm I'm basically going through. I got my tablet here. Yeah, because they uh they're trying to make communication with the the Rick the, the lectures up top. Yeah, but they can't because when they were trying to bring all the rent into the town, she smashed into the antenna and broke the antenna. So the only way to do it is to actually go through the the base that the aliens have taken over. Yeah. So they gotta they gotta go head first into there. Basically, the the alien queen is 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 it. Yeah. So um. Yeah, the alien queen's in there, and they have a yeah, and and they have a fight. Uh, the broken tusk like faces off with the alien. Um, he gets all fucked up, but she ends up uh, closing the door on the alien head and chops. You know what? Alien. He runs from the alien queen. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I thought was kind of surprised. He was like, "Nah, fuck this! I can't take her." Yeah, they're. I mean, she's fucking. Yeah, the alien queen is huge, but yeah. he's like caught in the corridor. He um he's got acid dripping all over him. He's all fucked up. And before the alien can kill them, she closes the doors on the alien and it chops off her head. And then they fly off in the escape pod and the ship blows up and destroys the town. And uh, 
Noguchi and Broken Tusk, the Predator, are there. You know, he's all injured. He's all fucked up. He's dying. But he snaps the the finger off of uh, the alien finger and uses the acid to burn the symbol, the tribal symbol, into Noguchi's forehead. So basically marking her as you're part of the crew now. Mm-hmm. Um, and an epilogue, Noguchi, sometime later, like a year later, Noguchi's still on this planet. She's got, she, she's staying there, rustling cattle, you know, uh, kind of uh, basically waiting for the predators to return. She knows that the predators come here every so often. Because they, the they've hunt. been here before. Yeah, they've been here before. And she's basically waits for them. So she's got her own little homestead chilling by herself with a dog and, and a bunch of rent cattle. And, and she got um, the aliens, the uh, like trophies all over the town. Yeah. She's got alien skulls hanging up. She's got the alien queen skull trophied on her roof of her house. <laughs> and then the, and then the predators eventually show up and she shows them, uh, you know, they, they come to hunt and Noguchi comes and actually takes out a few aliens. And, um, Reveals herself to the predators and then shows her shows her the symbol, shows the 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 predators the symbol on her head, and says I'm you know I'm part of the crew, and they they end up accepting her. So that's kind of that's and that's the end of this this one. I gotta that's find the it. The... Panel. Let's see. I really want to see that. That was of course that was the coolest part in the, in the whole book. Let's see where is it? Where is it? Where is yeah. it? Ah, here we go. Yeah, what? No, no, no. I got to go back. I got to go back. Go back. Oh, so Noguchi ends up, she is actually another recurring character in this mythology. She ends up, yeah, there she is. She's got the symbol on her head. Um, and the predators end up accepting her as part of the the, the, the hunting squad. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another continuation of this where she actually is living with the predators. And, and wow. she's okay. amongst them. And she goes on a hunt. And I think it was Predator War, Pre- Aliens versus Predator War. Which okay, I think they're like the next. Yeah, and that's actually a really good story too. You know? Okay, because I'm, I'm honestly I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm I, the omnibus was like 500 pages, and it was just like the first <laughs> issue of this. It was yeah, like, I think it's actually it might even have actually actually be in that in the omnibus. So yeah, like actually the it. omnibus that I downloaded was like half of this. <laughs> so it was like 500 pages, but like more, way more shit than that. So it's interesting what you were saying about the A-list and the Predator, because like we were talking about the the issue zero. And how to make it because they were making it seem like they're both part of nature, but they're different nature. Like basically, like the the aliens are basically like a force of nature, like hurricanes, earthquakes, they're like that. That's what they are, you know. Where the predators are just basically like they're, you know, they're civilized. They're they're, they're civilized, but they use it like the as few tools as possible to get the job done. Yeah, they use technology. That's the thing. It's 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 cool because reading that zero issue, it was just cool because I never read that before. Mm-hmm. Until we reviewed this, where they're making all these comparisons to human nature and and, and human nature's uh, relationship to technology and how humans sort of use their technology to get away from nature to you know to a barrier of nat- against nature, mm-hmm. you know, so they can live in luxury and comfort. And the predators use their technology to get more in tune with nature. Right. You know, they use their, their they use their technology to become hunters and to, to better themselves as as a species, whereas the humans are opposite. You know. Right, and the same thing with uh Nakuri what Naguchi. I, I guess that's her name. The same thing with her. Like she was the boss. She was isolated herself. She relied yeah. on technology, and then she went from a character arc from that 
to you know what she is now where she's in tune with nature she's in tune with her yeah. her animal primal side that's what it's about the the predator represents your primal side your your natural state yeah you know which technology as humans we're so far away from that we can't even go back to that like yeah most of us don't know how to start a fire by ourselves you know? <laughs> yeah or live in live in a tent or pitch a tent or right or you know. any of those things you know like that yeah. well we couldn't fi- survive two days without a cell phone <laughs> yeah and that's that's the main theme of this kind yes you're right because naguchi is she's this corporate you know corporate slag who just works in the office she no mm-hmm. nobody likes her she's not she's not even like part of like any got any friends like she's mm-hmm. so disconnected from humanity to other people and um and here she is she ends up becoming more in tune with her humanity or you know whatever and that which was like and, and she yeah. idolizes i mean you can almost say like her being japanese because she is japanese they flat out say it in there yeah you could say that because of that that's why she idolized the predator because the predators remind her of like her like samurai you know yeah. or ronin and thing like that and she she idolizes them that's why she oh i want to see what they're every time she sees a picture of the predator she idolizes them especially yeah. when she sees like they barbecuing all the aliens just standing around dancing stuff like this she's like well damn i want to do that too <laughs> and that's when she puts on the war outfits like i'm just gonna go out and start killing aliens you know yeah so she is an awesome ass character yeah yeah they had her figure i saw her figure like not too long target actually like a couple months ago mm-hmm. <laughs> i ended up buying mandalorian glasses instead but i saw her figure <laughs> yeah cause, i mean like i said she's a cool ass character i mean even, even broken test just with who i mean because the thing is it felt like a it, this story was nothing like I thought it was going to be. You know, I thought it was going to be like a Freddy versus Jason where they just fight and stuff like that. But it was more like an alien story where, you know, but they seen, they seemed up with one predator that really was, you know, trying to trying to help out. Basically, he got converted to the human side. And I thought it was pretty cool. Because other than that, the predators were just like, fuck it, we're just going to kill humans too. You know? Yeah, yeah. And and that's a cool thing is like in these comics, you get that sense of the, the predators, how the predators think and their, their code of honor. They have, they live by a code. They have a hierarchy of, of honor. They, they have, they, you know, respect honor, you know, and that's why Broken Tusk ends up helping the humans. And then mm-hmm. when they, they, like you said, he fights off the other predator. Hey, leave these people alone because they're, they're, you know, they're here to help, you know, we should help them. Um, and we see that in other, in other comics, you know, predators, you know, you know, they, they'll, they'll kill other predators who aren't honorable, who cheat, or mm-hmm. who, who don't live, who kill women or children or whatever. They, they'll do things like that, you know, mm-hmm. or try um, to put themselves in a, in a leadership position and can't lead. Yeah. You, you guarantee, guarantee to die. They will kill you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's that one scene where Noguchi is watching the predator fight the aliens it's like, wow, this guy's a total badass, but he got, in the end, he got overwhelmed. You know, he didn't think, he didn't think, you know, everything through and that, and you her like the story, like right after this. No, I'm talking about in, in this one. Oh, in this story. Right, oh yeah. You're he, talking about the rookie predator. Yeah. Yeah. The rookie predator get, he, he, he runs in headlong right into battle, which is admirable, but in the end it was stupid. And her experience as a CEO you know, climbing the corporate ladder, the strat, you know, the strategy of, of navigating, you know, corporate structures and business, mm-hmm. she can, uh, you know, there's, she can relate to that. Like, 
you know, relating it, relating that sort of business strategy to battle in, in a way, I mm -hmm. guess. Like she like had a head. Who win is you separate yourself from losers. Yes, yes. She so she has a head for this. So it was it was really interesting to like you know hear her 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 perspective of 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 everything, you know. But um, oh, we got let's see, Aliens comic better than the Aliens Predator movie? Yes, it, easily. No, that that yes. movie sucked. That's those movies. Yes, Aliens Predator versus Predator movies suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. I, that's why I was like, Alien versus Predator. We're gonna, I mean, because I thought it was gonna be like fattening, but nah, this was nothing like that. I was no. like, why the hell they didn't just do this? Yes, this this was the the first movie was kind of based on this, and I think war as far as like the infestation, the pyramids we got to see, mm -hmm. but it sucked. I mean, well, first yeah. off, PG thirteen. It was PG thirteen. Yeah. The uh the predator costumes looked a little bulky, you know, um, and the action was just like bad WWE wrestling, you know. <laughs> you know, that's what it looked like. Um, holy shit, farmers versus aliens versus predators, yeah. Or cowboys. Pretty much, yeah. Spice, cowboys, cowboy. farmers, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't really put up much of a fight. They all died like in like two seconds. <laughs> okay. What is I, I remember one book where the the character there was a samurai character. Amorphous versus alien and the predator is betrayed, seen as a demon instead of being and betrayed as I don't think I read that one. But but I, a, a lot of the predator comics, they'll take place in different times. And you'll see there's like one in the Civil War. There's one where they go like uh in Britain and in India back in like the 1800s. There's different hist, you know, different uh periods in history that the predators have shown up at. And I haven't read that one about the samurai, but that mm. does sound cool. Blood time. Is this what it I was mean, called? Yeah, that, that's the thing. That's why I call it. It's, it's called blood time. This this particular story is called blood time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm into it. Like I said, Eli, you, you sold me on it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect from this book. I sold it. I was completely into it. I was like, I was reading like it was a movie. Like, you could tell this is a... a uh, a story pitch. You can tell it's a story streaming they're right right now. Yeah, and it was very and I guess the artist, I can't remember the guy's name, but he ends up he ended up becoming a, a storyboard artist in Hollywood. Oh, nice. Okay. So if you like look at the panels, like everything is just so centered and clear and concise. The action and the setups, the settings, you can see everything. I mean, some of those wide shots, there's all these establishing shots, and it's just visually stunning. I mean, the art is great. You know, yeah, especially the way you, you can follow the action pretty easy. That's the thing, because one thing in comics, you know, to, to draw a pretty picture, the thing when you're making multiple panels to make the action where it's fluid. And that's the thing, like you can see, like when when uh, Broken Tusk was like going at the like their alien army, you can tell he was way more experienced than a rookie predator. He knew what he was doing. And so and you could just tell the action but I didn't have to explain that. And that's why I thought that was pretty awesome. So like I said, it, they pretty much gave you a storyboard right here for a movie, even, even though they just pretty much ignore it. You know, how do we always think they can outsmart these comics, but they rarely ever do. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, they, they think comics are for kids and this book wasn't for kids. This is actually a little tame, you know. Yeah, this this something Marvel could do, except for the one part when they actually went to read read the details about what the aliens are, and that's the stuff you were talking about earlier about how they were saying that the uh, they're basically like walking penises. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, uh, they pretty much just put a seed into you because, you, you know, you can say it violates your body like that. It's all, And the alien movies, you know, talk about this stuff also, or yeah. at least they go in there. Yeah. They suggest it. Phallic symbol. The alien head is very phallic. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, the face hugger gets on your face and shoves its phallic symbol down your throat and impregnates. Mm-hmm. It's basically rape. You right, know, face, that's and, what's and male, male, like it's the male, male victims. They're the first victims, so it was actually about male rape, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, Marvel ain't gonna touch that, you know, <laughs> right? But but as far as like, gonna go out explicit and just say what it is, you know, yeah. As far as um, like this 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 actual this particular story arc, this is kind of tame. There's not a hell of a lot of gore and blood. There, it is. There's a lot of action, but it doesn't get as visceral as some of the other comics do. I mean, we get a lot of alien and predator action, or aliens getting cut up and alien blood getting spilled, but we don't get a. Um, there's not a lot of uh, human corpses, is what you know. What I mean, so well, this is a little bit like, tame. We'll see it where like a whole army of humans rush at a predator, but you you know what's going to happen at the end. They cut away yeah. from it. Or you can hear, you know, Nakuru hear him on the on the walkie-talkie. She's like, "Oh, my arm just flew off." You know, they they won't show it, but you can yeah. hear it. You know. So. Yeah. So this is yeah. I mean, I had a good time going back and rereading this. Like I said, I actually have the original books bagged and boarded somewhere. Just just, just do this. <laughs> just do it and just like don't change anything, and you got a movie. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what that's hard. Don't change any dialogue. Don't change anything. Yeah, Noguchi's a great character. I mean, they made, I can't remember her name in the movie, the, the chick from the movie. That, uh, again, I like them. yeah. Yeah, she, uh, she, you know, they, like I said, it's similar, but, you know, they didn't stick to the, there was two little aliens. There wasn't enough aliens in that movie. Yeah. James Cameron was supposed to direct the original, original Aliens versus Predator, but dropped because stop. Fox interference. Wanted Paul W. Anderson, Resident Evil director. Yes. PG thirteen, bloodless, organic, just yes. It felt yeah. like what he would do. Yeah. Yeah. It felt Resident Evil E. Yeah. And it was PG thirteen. They wanted kids to show up and watered it down. And that's what it is. It's watered down. Um I actually, I mean, the both movies suck. Both mm-hmm. Aliens versus Predator movies suck. But Requiem is so stupid and bad that it's actually funny and entertaining. <laughs> I, I, I may need to watch it again because I know when I watch, I'm like, this movie is fucking terrible. But maybe it, if I look at it through a different lens. But like, maybe, yeah, yeah. A couple years ago, when I uh, Gomer, shout out to Gomer, he asked me to if I wanted to review or do a, a write up on ranking all the Aliens and Predator movies. Mm-hmm. I binged everything. Wow. I watched every Aliens and Predator movie and all the Aliens versus Predator movies <laughs> within like three days. <laughs> By the time I got to Requiem, mm-hmm. I was laughing my ass off. I'm just saying. <laughs> like a kid, like it, the movie begins where the, the guy, the, the the father gets killed in front of the son. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, it's like basically, it's a cheesy slasher movie, only with aliens and predators. I, I had to watch both of them again. It's been so long since I've seen those movies. I, I barely kind of re- don't remember. I do remember that video game. The, yeah, the, the games the, are great. Well, the arcade one is one I, the one I meant, the one made by Capcom. That yeah, shit was insane. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I didn't even know Alien Predator was a thing until I saw that video game. I was like, this shit is amazing. That's one yeah. of the best games they've ever made. Yeah. I mean, the video games have been cool. The comics have been cool. The movies. They don't even so bother. They don't even try. You know, 
Uh, I mean, I, I, for one, I do enjoy the Alien movies, even Resurrection, because I feel like that movie... Well, you know, Josh Whedon wrote that. Yeah, and that movie kind of sort of touched on things that were in the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they bring Lick Ripley back. She's a clone, but it kind of sort of dealt with stuff. It expanded the universe the same way the comics did. Um, Predator 2, I still think, is the the last good Predator movie. I was going to say, I, don't say it's the best, but I no. almost say last good one. Okay, I'll give you that. But so. yeah, it was the last good one. I saw that movie like a few times in the theater. Um, you know, Ice Cube named an album off after that, sampled. Right. <laughs> Danny Glover versus Predator. If that doesn't uh, pique your interest, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. you know? But every, every, every Predator movie since then, even the new one, Ah, uh, it's like they're making the same movie over and over. And what my my biggest gripe, right? Explore the lore, you know. Yeah, and my biggest gripe is like every Predator movie they've made ever since. The first hour, we see them going, "What's going on? What's happening? What's what? What is this?" And like we know, we know what's happening. It's Predators, motherfuckers. Show them, you know. Right. It's like a, they spend an hour building up a mystery that the audience already knows the answer to, and it's just a waste right. of time, you know. But like like the fir- the new one, the first half hour was kind of cool because they didn't. They kind of, you know, started everything off right away, and it was a lot of action, and it was like a lot of killing right away. You know, they you didn't know waste what? no I'm time. I'm gonna watch that as soon as this podcast is over. I'm gonna watch. Oh, it. I've really? never seen, I've never seen that movie. Before. Oh, yeah. it's bad too. But the first half hour, <laughs> the first half hour, I was like, damn, this is the best Predator movie ever. And then <laughs> and then it stopped. There was so much cool shit they could have done with that movie, and then they just didn't. But uh, I'll I'll let you watch it. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, no more spoilers. Okay, uh, yeah, if if you listen this long, there's a like, share, subscribe. Uh, we have other podcasts. We have our sister podcast, Geeks Ass. Uh, also Riddle of Steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only two you got, right? Yeah, one of these and days we will record. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this Geeks and Comics. I have no idea what they did. They actually recorded right before us, so we had to get in the booth after them. Uh, what else? Hoodoo TV, Get Valiant, OK Boomer, Wrestling Council. I'm probably missing a few. Whatever. Just check the site. They're, they're on there. Uh, and yeah, check it out next week. Like I said, we had to fill out something this week because it was a bye week. So now we have we are full swing back in the comics next week. We got to have like a shitload of books coming out next week, Eli. So yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. We, once the books start rolling out, we'll divvy it up and those, see how Those Empire tie-ins are coming. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. And Joker War. All that shit's coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, goody. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, we'll figure out. We'll figure this thing out. You just stick with us next week. This time record, we record. So expect us. So if you want to jump in next week and what we do, just jump in. You'll already know. Uh, until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel. Let me tell you, I'm out here from a very far away place. Oh, a chance to be stuck. No more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. Uh, no more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. Uh, no more. Los Angeles. Please. Please. 
Hey baby, you forgot your Ray-Bans And my sheets still orange from your spray tan It was more than soft porn for the gay man She remember my sprinter said I was in the great fan I'm well cutie, I like your bougie booty Come here, come do me Well, let's make a movie Hell, you know my repertoire is like a wrestler I show you the road, connect the dots A country girl in the Hollywood Mama used to cook red beans and rice And I was Denny's four in the morning Spoil your appetite Liquor pouring the niggas warming your section with erection Smoking every direction Middle finger pedestrians R&B singers and lesbians Rappers and managers Music and not full cameras This shit unanimous for you It's damaging for you, I think That pussy should only be holding exclusive rights to me I mean, he flew you in this motherfucker on first class Open out his way so you can check in the extra bag Now you wanna divide the game like you'd equate the math That shit don't add up You're making them mad as fuck She say she came out here to find the A-list rapper I said baby spin around and say the alphabet backwards You're dealing with malpractice Don't kill a good nigga's kind for this Just cause he a nerd and you don't know what a kind of miss The head's still good though The head's still good though Maybe say lie me old Ain't that yo Make a nigga say big words and act lyrical Make me get spiritual Make me believe in miracles Buddha's monks and Captain Crunch cereal Lord and mercy Down I hurt me Five buddies all hurdled up on a third day Bottle service, head service I came in first place The opportunity The proper top of breast and booty cheek The pop community I mean these bitches come with union feet And I won't do with these Moving units through consumer streets Then my shoe release She was kicking in gratuity And yeah G I was all for it She said K Lamar you kinda dumb to be a boy I'ma put you on game for the names that don't know they're rookie Instagram is the best way to promote some pussy Scary Scary No more parties in LA Please baby no more parties in LA Friday night trying to make it into the city Breakneck speed passes to see something pretty Thinking back to how I got here in the first place Second class bitches wouldn't let me on first base A backpack nigga with luxury taste buds And the Louis Vuitton still got all of my pay stubs Got pussy from beats I did for niggas more famous When did I become A-list? I wasn't even on A-list Strippers get invited to where they only got hired When I get on my C-job, somebody gon' get fired I was uninspired since Lauren Hill retired And three stacks, man, you preaching to the choir Any rumor you ever heard about me was true and legendary I done got Lewinsky and paid secretaries For all my niggas with babies by bitches That use they kids as meal tickets Not knowing that disconnect from the father The next generation will be the real victims I can't fault them really I remember Emma told my boy no matter what happens She ain't going back to Philly Back to our regularly scheduled programming Of weak content and slow jamming But don't worry, this one's so jamming You know what LA is so jamming I be thinking every day my holiday I need to put up some goddamn barricades I be paranoid every time The pressure, the problem ain't I be driving The problem is I be texting My psychiatrist got kids that I inspired First song they played for me was about their friend that just died Texting and driving down my Holland Drive That's why I rather take the 405 I be worried about my daughter, I be worried about Kim But Saint is baby yay, I ain't worried about him Have my life threatened by best friends With selfish intense, what I'm supposed to do Ride around with a bulletproof car and some tents Every agent I know, no, I hate agents I'm too black, I'm too vocal, I'm too flagrant Something smelling like shit That's the new fragrance It just mean I do it my way Bitch, some days I'm in my ED Some days I'm in my bands If I knew y'all made plans I wouldn't have popped his hands I know some fans Thought I wouldn't rap like this again But the writer's block is over MCs cancel your plans A 38-year-old, 8-year-old A rich nigga problems Told my wife that I hate the road So I don't ever drive it It took six months to get the maid back I'm at it out And my assistant crashed As soon as they backed it out God damn Got a ball fade I might slam Pink fur Got Nori dressing like Cam Thank God 
God for me. Los Angeles. Whole family getting money. Thank God for E. I love rocking jewelry. A whole neck full. Bitches say he funny and disrespectful. I feel like Pablo Los when I'm working Angeles. on my shoes. I feel like Pablo when I see me on the news. I feel like Pablo when I'm working on my house. Tell them parties in here. We don't need to go out. We need the turbo thoughts. High speed turbo thoughts. Drop, 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 drop it like Robocop. She brace herself and hold my stomach. Good dick could do that. She keep pushing me back. Good dick could do that. She push me back when the dick go too deep. This good dick could put your ass too sleep. Get money, 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 money. Big money, money, money. And as far as real friends, tell all my cousins I love them. Even the one that stole the laptop, you dirty motherfucker. I just keep on loving you, baby. And there's no one else I know can take your place. Please, no more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. Uh, no more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. Uh, no more parties in LA. Please, baby, no more parties in LA. Uh, no LA. Uh, no LA. Uh, I'm out here from a very far away place. A chance to be a star. Nowhere seems to be too far.